Good evening, everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of Cousins for Christ, where we're just three cousins that like to get together and talk about Christ. I'm joined again by my cousins, Jeremy Hall. Hello. Chris Mash. Hello. I'm Jeff Hall. It's good to be with all of you guys again. Thank you for tuning in. <clears throat> we have an interesting uh, topic tonight and one that's going to stretch into the next two episodes. For the month of October, we're going to be talking about angels and demons. Uh, yeah, it's kind of one of those things that a lot of people, I don't know if we talk about it enough or too much, but uh, it, it, is, it is interesting. So. Sometimes you'll find that when we've approached this subject is people shy away from it. Why do you think they do that, Chris? I don't I don't know. Jeremy and I have talked about it before. Because they don't know anything about it? Well, I mean, it's a lot, of, can, there's a lot of supposition. There's not too much to be read unless you went outside of the Bible, <clears> which you know that's not going to be something that you are, are Such really as, like the do. Book of Enoch. Yeah, stuff like that to find like, more detail on it. But it's just a taboo subject to some people it that it's... Well, that, we're going to well, we're gonna make it untaboo. Well, I can speak for myself next week. Uh, when we do the ones on demons, if we can do that during the daylight, I would appreciate it. <laughs> well, we're going to have a Ouija board, and we're probably going to try to fire for sale. I will be doing yeah, that from my house on the computer. <laughs> Did you say your house is already haunted? Yeah, maybe. Is it? <laughs> we'll get into that later. No sleepovers at Germany. <clears throat> so we're going to be talking about angels this week, and it's one of my favorite subjects. You know, maybe not the most favorite, but it's up there. It's one thing that... You know, even when I wasn't coming to church and oh. doing things, I would get into the research of doing this through, you know, authors like, you know, Michael Heiser or like Jeff brought up the book Enoch, even though Enoch is not inspired. Not inspired. <laughs> it maybe not even historical, but it's still fun to read. If you kind of like this thing, you want to get more into it. <clears throat> it uh, And I, if you do ever do it, just stop at first Enoch, because after that, it kind of gets crazy. Can you, you give them a quick little, just a synopsis of what it is so uh, the book prepared. Enoch yeah the book Enoch basically goes over the telling of how Genesis 6 and how angels fallen angels came down and seen the daughters of man and took them as their wives and kind of produced a race of giants or and no king test and the King James it says giants and most of the Nephilim you know and uh and when we're talking about giants, we're not talking about 30-foot-tall giants, <laughs> you know. That's, we're talking about, you know, something like Goliath, you know, it was like 9-6, something like that, according to, you know, uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls. Oh, this could go down a rabbit hole. It, my next you really question, could, it could be like, is Goliath Well, my next question, I'm, I'm putting you to the test. That's a but, very interesting question. But I've heard, too, that the Book of Enoch is not necessarily considered the divine and inspired No, it's, God, it's not. So. It's not. But it's we're just talking about... You'll find people will try to, but it's, it's, it's not. It's, it's fun read. Well, talking about angels, Jeremy, I was going to ask Chris a couple of questions. Is that okay? Yeah, we have. Just messing around. <laughs> Chris, how many times is the word angel found in the Old Testament? <clears throat> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to refer back to you, buddy. How many? Just throw a guess out. Let's have some fun with the audience. Oof. there. Just 150. Not bad. 114. Oh, uh, Price is Right rules. I'll lose that. Okay, New, Te New Testament. How many times is the, the word angel or angels <clears throat> found in the New gonna, Testament? I'm going to go 75. 195. I went the wrong way. Oh, wow. Anyway, I thought that'd be just exposed, Chris, what, early on. For what what, what, why, do you think, why do you think it's mentioned more in the old than the or more in the new than the old? Like, what do you just... Well, Jeremy, you got a theory on that? I don't. I, I don't have a theory on huh. it. But... Well, here, this leads us to the point, and this might help some. What is an angel? What are angels? 
a dispatch, uh, a messenger, uh, an assistant of sorts. And, and that's exactly what it is. It's a messenger. Correct. There's a verse, and I don't have it on me right now, where... Well, the Hebrew says malak from the root. Yeah. To dispatch is a deputy, a messenger. Yeah. And in Strong's concordance, the Greek concordance, Agilos, a messenger, <clears throat> envoy, one who is sent, an angel, a messenger from God. Yeah. And uh, here's one thing. One time in the New Testament, <laughs> when angels used, it's not used for heavenly being. It's talking about Peter. And Peter's in jail, and he shows up at the other Christians' homes and knocks on the door, and the servant girl answers the door, and she sees Peter. She runs off, and they say, oh, Peter's outside. And they're like, no, no, it's just Peter's angel. That doesn't mean they think Peter's guardian angel right, <laughs> came down. Right. It was just a messenger. You know, so sometimes when it refers to in the Bible as angels, just referring to as a, a messenger, it could be anybody. You know, you could be a messenger. I could be a messenger of God. Anybody. It, it is an interesting topic. I go back to uh, Abraham back in the time, you know, with his wife, Sarah, before, mm-hmm. you know, they were at the age past really uh, childbearing age. Sarah was. Well, she's like 99, wasn't she? Yeah. And they, you know, but I mean, they were long lived yeah. at that time. But uh, nonetheless, uh, when the angel, what was it? The, do you remember specifically, Jeremy? Was it two men that came? Across, you know, it was three men came to Abraham, and then two men left. And went but it mentions to... the Lord, <clears throat> so they were the Lord in human form, angelic form. But they were walking the earth, and they they took well, food. Two of them were uh, just heavenly beings. We're just going to use the word <clears throat> angels for okay. this podcast, but heavenly beings, yes. And one of them was God, and one of them was. And we know to, like, he had him go out and, 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 and kill one of his young calves, and they prepared unleavened bread and had a meal. So they, they, they took food. Okay. Anyway, I just thought yeah, that was interesting. I, no, they, There's a lot it, of repertoire. Yeah, I'm not sure where that is. It ranges yeah. from from the purpose. It's it's. I mean, angels are messengers, but they're sent on whatever purpose or mission they have from, yeah. from God. I mean, specific. I mean, in one instance, they... Uh, they spoke to Peter when he was in jail. An angel yeah. showed up, appeared, and his shackles were removed. So he did, you know, they performed a service, but it was God's will to free Peter at that yeah. moment. So, yeah. So let me ask you a question. So, uh, <clears throat> when were angels created? Well, I'd have to, my, my initial guess was not would September 08. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would think uh, during the creek, during the creation. Um, Definitely before the sixth before, day. Before the sixth day. Yeah. Now, were they in existence prior to when God decided to to create the heavens and the earth? I don't know. Who knows? It's very possible. That's Would a you... good theory that if he create the heavens, you don't just think he's like, oh, he snaps his fingers, but maybe created all the beings that were, were it's very possible. in heaven. And I mean, we I don't think that's know. a good... I haven't really thought about that before. The only thing we have is Job 38, 4 through 7. And it is, where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me. If you have understanding, who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the lines upon it? On what were its bases sunk? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. So this is talking about the creation right there. And the morning stars and the sons of God were all shouting for joy. So we knew at that moment they were there before the earth. Yeah. And that's the only thing we really have to go off. I, I've never thought about that before. The fact that when they created the heavens, I mean, I don't have never really thought about angels 
their creation. I guess it's all speculation, like Jeremy it said. Is. We really don't <clears throat> have any evidence, any written evidence, that is, no, that would that tell is. us with any specificity at what point they word. were created. Yeah, that's a good word, buddy. But God, we know, created them. And uh, I don't want to jump ahead because I know uh, no, you're Jeremy's fine. got. Well, we're going to talk you, if angels are, are good or bad. But I wanted to bring, I want to give another question to, to, to my cousins here. I have heard people speak before saying, and we're talking about back at uh, uh, Abraham, Sodom, mm-hmm. and Gomorrah, Abraham's, uh, what, his nephew, Lot, mm-hmm. who was his nephew? How Abraham himself went into Sodom to try to uh, save souls. He didn't. True or false? It's false. <clears throat> false. So why, why do you hear that? Why do people say that Abraham actually physically went into Sodom? Why do you hear that Mary Magdalene was a prostitute? This is because we, people good question. had just heard it sometime in their life. and well, Or that Noah was made fun of. Exactly. Well, we know Abraham did intercede for Sodom. Correct. And I'm not trying to get off on this. I just want to put this to bed. He interceded for Sodom. But... Nowhere in the Bible does it ever talk about Abraham at all. It, it, indeed, it says he, he was standing there with the Lord as the two angels walked away on their way. And it, verse 19 of Genesis, um, chapter 19 rather, verse 1, Now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I believe that the, <clears throat> the two beings that went into Sodom were angels. They were. So... They were angels. They were. But it wasn't Abraham, so anyway. No, but it, it, it goes to show. And they how, weren't there to save the other than Lot. <laughs> it goes to show how consistently they're used throughout Old and New Testament. Oh, yeah, like Jeremy said, or somebody, they're, they're messengers. They, they're dispatches. Yeah. They're deputies. <laughs> they kind of carry out, I guess, uh, God's will in some instances, right? Until they that's don't. Exactly, that's exactly what they do, and that kind of goes with What happens what, when they don't, Jeremy? Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> this is what we're going to talk about right now. What does the Bible say about angels? You know, like, there. how many okay. times was it mentioned again, did you say? Uh, in the Old Testament, it says uh, 114. What now? 114. See, Chris has already... In the New Testament. He's already memorized that. There you go. Look, see... Yeah. And we kind hey, of covered this question. And he didn't today. know that before we got here. I did not. So, yeah, so I did we not. got accomplished something. Chris oh, yeah. learned something. <laughs> anyway, we kind of covered this question already. You know, the angels are personal spiritual beings who have intelligence, emotions, and free will. Free will's a big one. Free moral agents. <laughs> this is true of both good and evil angels. Angels possess intelligence. You can read Matthew 8, 29 and 2 Corinthians eleven three, or 1 Peter 1, through 1, 12. You know, they show emotion. An exercise wheel. I got verses and I got 829 here. Let's hear it. This font's small. <laughs> I was going to say something. And suddenly they cried out, saying, What have we to do with you, Jesus, you Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Is that the one you wanted? Yeah, that was talking about. You know how they were feared Jesus. That was. The oh, okay. Yeah. Swine. The two demon possessed men. Yeah. 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 So we know, uh, here's something I think is important. If we're going to, let me ask this question. Is, is Satan a fallen angel? Yes or no? We well, yeah. <clears throat> Yes. So at one time, if we're to believe what we uh, can read in Ezekiel, uh, he was uh, favored. I mean, he was a beautiful, uh, yeah. I think uh, God referred to him as being beautiful. He was. 
and the evidence we get, and I think it's Ezekiel 26 when they're talking about the, uh, the king of Tyre, the king of Tyre being a reference to Satan himself, mm -hmm. but uh, that he was cast down because of his pride. Yes, yes. He would so, have put himself with equal or higher footer than God. So he's a fallen angel. Um, Isn't that crazy to think about? He's one of the good guys? Well, yeah, he's one. He's like, okay, so now he's considered the greatest adversary. Mm -hmm. To what we fight, you know, indeed, and then all you know, but he was like one of the higher ups. I mean, if you sit back and think about he it, was. like he was had like that relationship with God in his presence, and he fell away from it. So we know that at one time they were they were God. I mean, they were chosen by God, created, created by him, created. Well, yeah, but they did something wrong, and they were cast down. Well, they chose. So uh, again. He, Free moral the, agent. I mean, the same problem that we're having today. Isn't it? Isn't it funny? The 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 worst sin that we have today is the one that got him kicked out of heaven for pride. Well, <laughs> I don't have the numbers in front of me, uh, but pride is mentioned a bunch in the Bible, as well as humility, which those are polar well, opposites of one another. To be. So God uh, humility Jesus, is prized so much. When Jesus so. came down here, he humbled himself as a servant. Absolutely, the exact opposite yeah. of what. You it's know, an example what? for all of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, while we're talking about Satan, uh, anybody know Satan's name? I think uh, in Matthew, is it not re referred to uh, as Beelzebub in one One of them. One, one of many names. I know on TV shows it's Lucifer. Okay, well, let's talk about this. If you want to Are you telling me? Well, Lucifer. You brought it up, Chris. <laughs> Tell us what you know, buddy. So Lucifer's only brought up once in the Bible. Oh. And Isaiah... And, and I'll be honest, I thought for years his name was Lucifer, but the more you kind of read into that, uh, Lucifer really just means I don't. Okay. I'm sorry. Lucifer, kind of, uh, yeah, let's look at it real quick. Let's find up chapter and verse. <laughs> okay, we got that reference. Uh, that's Isaiah chapter 14, meaning in verse 12, talking about the fall of Lucifer. And this is the only only it was mentioned place again. in the Bible yeah, it was resident. Most of the time it's changed now. Anyway, starting in verse 12, Isaiah 14. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet you shall be brought down to shale, to the lowest depths of the pit. So that's a reference to Lucifer. But I would make the argument that if you read through this, there's so many references to this being a man. I'm going to lean on the side where they're not referring to uh, the devil here. No, most of it's referring, I think, to Venus. <laughs> Is that the planets, the morning star? But who's being cast down here? The king it, of Babylon? It's, it's still a reference to the fall of Satan. But Lucifer, in most modern day translations, is not, it doesn't even use Lucifer. It's said the morning star, which was just Venus in the morning because it would rise early in the morning. And then you just wouldn't see What do you think the devil was referred to as a morning star, Jeremy? I'm quite interested in that. Well, I mean, didn't they mention that he was one of the most beautiful? He was. He was. He was one of the favorites. I mean, would you exactly like the star 
star pupil or I wouldn't say teacher's pet. Yeah, and that goes but, back to Ezekiel 26. Uh, and, and I'll say this when you're talking, while you're looking that up, that if you read certain verses out of the Bible without reading the whole thing, you can find what you think are different meanings. It's yeah. taken out of context. Absolutely. Yeah. And, what a great point, that, Jeremy. Yeah. We do that so many times. I've done it so many times where I've seen just one verse, like, oh, well, this is what this means. But if I haven't read the whole chapter or the whole thing, that could be in reference to something completely different than I take it out of context. And, and I'll say this. After we first heard this and, and started looking at it, I actually put a little bit of time in it like a week. <laughs> and I started trying to do everything I could to disprove that it wasn't the name of Satan. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't find anything. It's kind of just is what it is. But hey, if you have some information for us that you can do, please we share it. it. We yeah. will get on here and fix it. You know, but it's just, <clears throat> I want to echo what Chris just said though. And not just talking about this, this subject material, but I think a lot of people too often will take a a single word, Especially maybe not it, even a whole verse, a phrase, right. and they'll use that to defend whatever that position exactly. is. And as Chris mentioned, and Jeremy as well, if you're out of context on that, like many times there's a, a, a more of a backstory there. There's additional references uh, that will tell more of the story. Yeah. So you, we can't just go in there, oh, this one verse says this. Well, I'm right. You know? Here's what this says right, right. here. Yeah, you yeah. Could, I, Jeremy does that a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. I'm kidding. Don't I'm even kidding. get talking to me about Harry Potter. I'll really do it there. <laughs> but uh, but let's look at that also for the word Satan. Or Satan, as it is. It's actually a title in the Old Testament a lot of times. The adversary. Not meaning it's not the same one. But that's not his actual name. It's just the title of the adversary. As we would call somebody, you know, an adversary. Like, you right. know, somebody against you, an enemy. That's probably not his real name either. You know, it's a title, especially in the Old Testament. Now, we know for a fact that in the New Testament, when they say Satan, they're definitely talking about the devil. Do they ever refer in the Old Testament to anyone else as Satan? I'm not going to go far into this. Yes, Job is very highly debated because when Satan comes in and refers to Job, they come in, and Job 1, I mean to say, with his angels where he'd been walking and going through and fro from earth, you know? Yeah. A lot of people say, well, this was not the devil. This was the title given who would go out and kind of tempt men to see where they lied like the he did. Yeah. But I happen to disagree with that. And I'm not saying it's right well, or wrong. Nobody's saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying. No, I just wanted what, to go on yeah. record. Why would you, why do you disagree with that? I think it's referring to Satan. Does, does man, well, does human beings get to walk around with angels? Do you get to talk to no, God no, it's not and murder on behalf of... What, what it's saying is the title is that there's a title. It's like angels is a title, right? So there, a lot of scholars would tell you in the Old Testament that Satan was a title for the adversary who would go out and try to tempt and find fault in man, you know, and kind of tempt them and stuff. And that's what he did with Job. That's why Job was left in. Not everybody says that. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Chris asked a question. Go research if you see for right. yourself what people say. That's the whole say. point, and I'm glad I'm you brought saying, that up just so that... Yeah. Well, okay. And, and a lot of the things that we talk about here are not about, like, the not the gospel section of it. This has nothing to do with, like, how you're saved. Also, these are just interesting points it's that we want to discuss. Fun. And I'm sorry I cut you off on that. I, just, no, I don't just, think you cut me these off. Aren't, these aren't things that we're that are keep you from coming These are fun discussions. Fun discussions. That, that we, might we, inspire them to open their Bible. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So um, that's just what I want to say. Uh, sorry, going back to uh, 
we're talking about the king of Tyre, mm-hmm. uh, how that was a reference to Satan and gives you a little backstory on his beauty and his pride. That's in Ezekiel 26, so mm-hmm. anybody wants to go, and it's a good chapter to read. Yeah. You might want to actually... I would recommend reading maybe a couple chapters before. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, it just kind of helps just you kind of understand it. where things are coming yeah. from. Let me ask this question. I'm talking about angels. Are they at a higher level than man? Well, yeah. Jesus was set a little lower than angels. There you go. Yeah. But well, after his death even. and resurrection, oh, Jeremy. Right. He was back in the kingdom. Sitting again. right beside God. He was back right? on the throne. He was back being co-God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's what just came into my, yeah. my primitive brain. Well, let's, let's look at this too while we're at it. So, what are some types of angels in the Bible? Mm. What, okay, let's look at this. How about you ever heard of a cherubim? Yes. Okay. No, but I've heard of seraphim. Okay, well, cherubims was what <laughs> Satan was. Okay. He's one of the highest order of okay. that. Tell he, us more. A lot of people, when you think, you like, what is a cherubim? A lot of people, when you see on TV what a cherubim looks like, little, it's not what they look little like. Little babies. Little babies with wings Cupid. like Cupid. Cupid. Yes. Cupid. That that's is exactly what, when you said that. With a little bow and arrow and stuff. Yeah. Yes, that is darts. not what they look Pitching like. Pitching their cheeks. No, they are much scarier looking. Oh, I bet they are. <laughs> and um, So, so that's, Satan was a cherubim. Cherubim, yes. he was, And also, mm. when Eve and, and Adam and Eve got kicked out of the garden... Uh, God set a cherubim with the flame and sword to guard the entrance wow, where we couldn't get back in. Is that toward the east of Eden? I mean, you wouldn't need a sword to scare me, but yeah. Why not east so, of Eden? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Can I ask a quick question? Yes. So Satan was a cherubim. Yeah, he wasn't a baby with wings. He, he wasn't a baby with <laughs> wings, but he was also described as one of the most beautiful. He was, but what's beautiful to us because we see. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Well, guess, what's God in creation? You know? I've got that verse for you. All right, let's hear it. Genesis chapter 3, starting in 24. He drove out the man, talking about from the garden, and he placed cherubim at the east of the Garden of Eden and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Yeah. I didn't know that they were terrifying. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was a really quick find. Well, that was good. We've already talked about a, a second one, which Satan also classifies in really as fallen angels. So we know about them, but we'll get back to them. There's also, as Jeff said, the seraphim. Now, we do kind of know what these look like. And when you see I don't. when you see pictures of angels. Jeremy, you got something to tell us about? <laughs> <laughs> when you see pictures of angels, they always have wings. But in the Bible, when you would see the ones looking like men, like the ones, say, the one in Sodom and Gomorrah, they didn't have wings. They looked like men because the men of Sodom kept saying, hey, send those two men out and to And those us. are seraphims? No, they're not. But I'm just saying, I'm getting to that. <laughs> seraphims actually did have wings, but they didn't have two wings. They had six wings. Wow. They had two wings covered their faces, two wings covered their feet. Where, do you, and other where ones, can we reference this at? You can actually get in there at uh, Isaiah 6, 2 to 3, ahead, I keep believe. Keep talking. I'm going to look it up. Let me, I'll give you a second here. Okay, Isaiah 6, chapter 6, verses 2 and 3. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face. With two he covered his feet. And with two he flew. That's pretty neat. I, I don't know yeah. that I'd ever even realized That's that. That's hard to picture. I'm sorry. It's. I don't think I ever knew that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I do a joke around, but I learn something from you guys every time. As you, I don't even know how you would draw that. 
you know, it's just a. You know what? Oddly enough, there's some fantastic artists out there. If you ever want to see what pictures are like, Google it. <laughs> some of them, and, 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 and they may be wrong. Images of angels. Yeah, it may be wrong. I, I, okay. Well, okay. There's Those another type, archangels. We, Michael was one of those, wasn't Michael he? Michael was Archangel. Wasn't he the one that when uh, Satan was cast out of heaven and swiped two-thirds of the stars out of the sky mm -hmm. with his tail that he went into battle with Michael and mm -hmm. was not victorious? He did not prevail over no. Michael. Well, even Michael again was facing off with the devil and Jude, and it was a dispute over Moses' body. How did Michael get rid of the Satan at that moment? He just rebuked him in the name of the Lord. Wow. He didn't fight him. He didn't fist fight him. He didn't. He just rebuked him. Is it? Again, I go back and you yeah. sit here and you try to picture this stuff like that you, you've seen or, or you've heard your whole life. But can you imagine that battle? No. I but mean, then again, we were fathom. talking about spiritual things. Yeah. A lot of that, since we don't live in the spiritual world, it, it is hard for us to envision. But I'm pretty sure I'm picturing a sword and like. Well, we you know, know they I mean? had flaming like swords. Flaming, but <laughs> you want me to read this? Go ahead, read it, Joe. Revelations 12, verses uh, starting in verse seven, talking about Satan being thrown out of heaven. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail. Nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm going to start sending you my books to put on audio. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You should. You, you should. should. Hey, I want to read this book, but I don't want to read it, Jeff. Just read it to me and record it. So what are uh, some names of some of these angels? Like, well, we just read about Michael. We just read about Michael. Michael's very important. I have heard Gabriel. That's the only other one that I know. Gabriel okay. is was a messenger, right? The, apparently one of the most important messengers because what did he do? He went to Zechariah and he said, hey, you're about, your wife's about to have a baby. He said, hey. Yeah, he didn't say, hey. Sup. <laughs> he said, we know what he's talking about. Maybe it's not verbatim. <laughs> but he went to Zechariah and told him that it was about him and his wife. Who had not did have kids? Was about to have John the Baptist. He also went to Mary and said, "Hey, the Lord is blessed so, you here." Yeah, he's okay, so he really was like kind of a messenger. He was. I always picture him too, and the pictures I've seen, he's always got a trumpet, or because he's always sounding. Hmm. I've always right. seen maybe, that. Maybe yeah. When you've seen, yeah. He, Michael's always had armor and a sword. Yeah. Gabriel's always blowing like a trumpet yeah. and like. Yeah, Gabriel also was the one that went to Daniel when he was fasting for three weeks. And left hmm. him a message here. And hey. Yes. Did you say hey? <laughs> he said, hey, let me tell you something. I'm sorry. I don't know how you say it in Hebrew or Aramaic. <laughs> but yeah, Gabriel played an important, important role. Very important role. Cool. We also know the Bible lists at least one more. And it is, depending on where it is, Apollyon. And he was uh, the only one mentioned. It appears to be, he only was mentioned once. And it was in Revelations. And he appears to be a fallen angel, but that's very debatable too, depending on who you're talking to. Ruling over the abyss, the bottomless pit, and he's the one that sets the great dragon loose at the and end. Let's of the just time. talk about this while we're on. Uh -huh. The bottomless pit. Okay. Is that referring to hell? No. I don't think it does. No, it's not no. referring to hell. Hell's not open. He's going to be bound in this bottomless pit, right? What, for a thousand yeah. years, and then he's going to be loosed well, for some, a time. Some references, yeah. and I can't remember what we talked, but the bottomless pit was Earth. 
I have heard that. That was mentioned. I don't know that I believe in that. I don't know that. I don't either. And I don't think we can prove it, Chris, one way or the other. But But, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it is very interesting. But he is the one, and like I said, depends on who you're talking to. Some people think he'd be a fallen angel, but others would be like, how would he have the keys to let out the great dragons? I'm pretty sure I don't want to be in the bottomless pit. No, nobody wants to be. You would think if he was a fallen angel and disobeyed God anyways, he would have already loosed Satan. He wouldn't be like, all right, I'll listen to you now. Exactly, but he's still got to obey God too. That's right. And maybe he uses Satan and gives him these keys to to test our faith. Maybe. We don't know. Because we know he walks the earth. And we talked about uh, in our Bible class last night at church about how Satan... There's no evidence in the Bible where he's actually himself done physical harm to someone. Now, he can influence you or somebody else to do physical harm, but he himself can't just, you know. I don't think it's like you see in the movies where some demon or spirit comes up and picks you up and throws you across the room. I don't think they can no. do physical I think it's more of a and Maybe that's next yeah. week. Hold up on that a little bit. We're going to talk about that more in, in yeah, October. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I just don't think he can. I don't think he's allowed to do physical harm. Well, this is a good trailer for next week because... Uh, little segue. We're yeah. going to be talking about demons. Yes, demons. demons. All right, so you got demons coming up, so we'll, yeah. we'll try to expound a little bit more on that. All right, now let's talk about this too while we're at it. So in Daniel 20, and it actually goes, you got that? Okay, uh, Daniel chapter 10, starting in 18, verse 18. And Jeremy, this is referencing Gabriel. Yes. Uh And it says, Then again, the one, having the likeness of a man, touched me and strengthened me. And he said, O man, greatly beloved, fear not. Peace be to you. Be strong. Yes, be strong. So when he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. Then he said, Do you know why I have come to you? And now I must return to fight with the prince of Persia. And when I have gone forth, indeed, the prince of Greece will come. But I will tell you what is noted in the scripture of truth. No one upholds me against these except Michael, your prince. And this is what I want to talk about. See what it says right there? Your prince, Michael. That's referring to the archangel, Michael. Right. He's considered by Daniel and this to be the prince of Israel. Because Jewish people back then, they had, they had a belief that every nation had its own guardian angel of sorts. The prince of Persia, you wouldn't think the prince of Persia has a human would be able to hold up Gabriel for three weeks. The prince of Persia in this right here is actually a fallen angel or an evil angel at the most. And so along with the prince of Greece, he's also. So the question is, do we even realize how big a spiritual warfare is going on around us right now? No, I don't think I do. I mean, you can see it. I mean, if you, if you take oh, time yeah. to look and actually see where we're at. Is that a trick at. question? <laughs> no, I don't see it, but like uh, where you're headed, Chris. But it's if you yeah, sit you back and think it. about it, the world is. We look around us well, and see the Satan's the, winning the, right now. Look at Israel right now. Look at what just happened over Satan's there. Satan's winning. But then again, we've always been told only a remnant of this mm-hmm. world is going to be saved. Yeah. What is that remnant? Is that one out of ten? I don't know. One in fifty. The point is, it does appear that Satan he's doing his job and he's doing it well. He is. He is. But, but I got good news for you. <laughs> There's a chance we don't have to worry or fear Satan. Because all got, we have to do is put our faith in God and Christ who gave himself for our sins on the cross. And if we do that, Satan can't touch us. I'm going to set one up for Chris here. 
You can knock this one out of the park. Uh-oh. Why is there another reason for us to be happy? Because of what? The good news, which is? The word. The, the gospel. Gospel stands for good news. And, and I think, too, and we've talked about it, talking about spiritual warfare, the closer you get to God, the harder you're going to be tested. Oh, yeah. That's okay. And that's part of And it. we have a theory, too. Or not a theory. We've discussed this, but if Satan's already got you... He's not worried. Why? If you're already a, a just a godless, like a non-believer, uh, waste like, a lot of effort have, on that, right? What's the point? Yeah. The closer you get to God, the harder you're going to be attacked. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: we're battling against our flesh. We know this. Absolutely. You know, all the desires and everything that comes with it. We're battling spiritual warfare. Is saved is his demons throwing temptations at us? Well, certainly they are. I mean, they're up. If they're sitting there. And Gabriel took him three weeks to get to Daniel. So it must be one heck of a fight up there. <laughs> May I read a verse to accentuate what you just said? In 1 John chapter 2. Do not love the world. I'm starting in 15. Sorry, 1 John yeah. chapter 2, uh, verse 15. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh... The lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. So just it's great. That's what's going to bring us down. So I would also like to point out before we close this thing, uh, you've done a really good job, Jeff, as an index. So you was hitting those. Hey, I've enjoyed it. <laughs> you was hitting those verses very quickly. I like. And I should have seen the breeze that was blowing yeah. from him flipping through the. For pages. anybody that hadn't seen, <laughs> I get a little this. bit of joy out of reading the Bible. Yeah, man. Jeff did stuff. not have these marked beforehand. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this, Hebrews 9, 27. It's appointed for man once to die and then the judgment. So keep yeah. that in mind, guys. So we're turn this into a little bit of a an invitation. If you had if you don't read your Bible, if you're not close to God, well. Oh, and all, all this so. stuff's in here, and this is something I feel like we're gonna circle back to because there is so much, and there's gonna be a touch of it next week. I want to yeah, bring up too, maybe I can't expound on this, but when I was in nursing school at Aquinas College in Nashville, that's a Catholic organization, mm -hmm. and uh, we had a lot of the nuns. We called them sisters, but uh, I uh, had a teacher who uh, who talked a little bit about her time in Rome, where she said she actually was involved in a couple of exorcisms. That, in her words, they were not infrequent in and around Rome. So you can take that for what it's worth, but. Might be something There's to talk about next week. It's going to be fun to talk about next week. It's going to be fun. I think so. I thought we'll it was, I, had a, I had a lot of fun tonight. Had, Chris? No, I'm, I'm looking forward to next week's for sure because, again, we're touching on topics that we find interesting that are in the Bible. Um, I know Jeremy is lit up about angels, and it's something we're going to read to go back into. There's so much stuff about angels. I, I think Jeremy's uh, enthusiasm rubbed off tonight. It did. We had a lot of fun. I did. Hmm? I, did. I think I actually learned a, a lot tonight. I learned that there's some terrifying <laughs> angel imagery out there. Yeah, look them up. But <laughs> not meant to be. Again, no. I don't know it's beautiful. So, And we know this is not a salvation issue, you know, but we just kind of went away. And we'll, I not everybody likes to hear about this well, stuff, but it's just kind of fun to reminisce and learn more and about the Bible. It's in the Bible, so it's important. It's very, yeah. God would not have included it if it had not been important. Yeah, and like I said, if you want to know more, that you could get way more like I said, you can always look up Michael Heiser. He's got many books on the subject. They're fantastic. Not saying they're all true. Not saying. 
but they're fun to read and to learn more. But it always leads back to supposition at some point. Yeah. You've used a couple big words tonight. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I mean, I, I did go school and want buff, guys. Miss <laughs> Colleen Dixon Brown and some other guys. Oh, Miss Colleen was the so, best. Uh, anyway. You it's fine. I had a good time. Fun to talk. Oh, yeah. You any comments, Dennis? No, I appreciate it. And if you enjoyed you know, it, any well, comments about what we've talked about, this is a huge subject. Um, Where can they find us? Uh, they can find us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. They can find us on Spotify. The best place is to leave comments, though, is on Facebook. Yeah. And we really want you to leave some comments and things like that about what you may have heard or if you disagree with something. Because there was a lot of material tonight that is up for uh, discussion. Oh, yeah. And that's and Cousins for Christ. Cousins for Christ. Same as on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Yes. So listen to us. Give us five yeah. stars. Oh, we yeah. We would greatly appreciate that. Or I mean, Yeah, we're trying to grow the... The, the channel and uh, try to reach out there and try to help people. And we want to give a special thanks out there. I was actually approached by a listener last night named Reese, and he wanted to point out that me and Jeff was his favorite. Isn't he from Van Leer? He was, we was his <laughs> favorite <laughs> of the group, and he didn't really care for Chris. It so we've a all shame. Got, this is a little thing. We've all got nicknames, too. Jeremy's rabbi because he goes into all the Latin. Jeff's the Dalai Lama, spelled D-O-L-L-Y for Dolly Parton, because he has all these great sayings. I didn't come up with that. But and he calls me Whispering Bill because apparently no one can hear me. So. What'd you say? What? Yeah. Oh, anyway. All right, let's, we going to wrap her up? Let's yeah. just do it. All right, I'm yeah. so ended with a prayer here. Dear Lord in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thank you so much for gathering us here today, Lord, to take part of this podcast and help spread your word, Lord. Please, Lord, be with those out there that listen to this and are just anybody out there, Lord, and please, Lord, help bring them closer to you. And may this podcast help strengthen somebody, Lord, and help them find some more interest in your word, Lord, that they want to get in and start researching and doing it for themselves, Lord. And we thank you so much for this opportunity. And we thank you so much for the listeners. And please bless every one of them. And please, Lord, help everyone's out there's health stay strong. And, and thank you for being with us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.